Dole. We are at once national and international once again. We are. It's official. I'm international. I'm on the precipice of the East Coast at any time I could flee to Europe. And we have gone international officially on TikTok. When we did our TikTok live and a Tunisian gentleman spirited into the live and didn't speak a lick of English, but just and just watched us. He just watched. He just observed. He didn't much participate. He did something called a match. I don't know what that means, but we have reached truly Africa and it feels good. <laughs> feels good. We were, we called upon, we did, a, we did a TikTok live on Tuesday evening at, and we called upon the people watching. Thank you for everyone for watching. We had a good audience, very engaged audience. And we asked, people were trying to join our chat early when we were not ready to bring mm-hmm. in another presence. But I think those were also so we were like, hold like your horses. foreigners. Yeah. Like I think what happens. Yeah. So we ended, we ended up, we ended up allowing this guy in who was this like really cute guy who was like in his twenties and he did not speak English aside from being able to say he was from Tunisia. And we thought he was a fan at first. And then we realized, I think he just, I think crashed, which was what totally happens fine. is people see sex, something called just sexy is going live on TikTok and horny international non-English speaking men are like, I want in on that. And then they join and then they realize that it's not what they thought it was, but it's not, not what they thought it was. Yeah. And so then they're just intrigued and I think they're waiting I think for me to show my tits or for us to fuck and that's not going to happen, but there, but there's always hope. And so that's, I think he he was expect, he was expecting like two cam girls and he got a gay, a gay and a pug and a girl (laughs) and a fag hag sitting on the ground and just talking about real housewives. Bl- talking about blabbing away about Lindsay Lohan's <laughs> new Christmas Blabbering movie <laughs> and he just simply didn't know and it. and that's okay he was waiting he had his shirt unbuttoned everyone loved him and I was people people loved people I mean he was he was he was He's easy gorgeous. on the eyes he had a nice shirt on that he had unbuttoned where his you know very tasteful chest hair was just in pure view and people i look back on the video that i was sent and i was like oh i seemed very impatient i was just you were you got incredibly uncomfortable and then the frantic energy the frantic started but i was like let's try let's try i thought to my let's try to talk and then there really is no try when you guys, when you two people don't speak the same language, there's really nothing that can be done. And it's too bad because I would have loved to see what he was all about. Yeah, you were you were like cool as a cucumber. You were like, let's just vibe. I was like, I had my producer hat on. I was seeing the the tickers of the viewers leaving the chat. And I was like, gotta get the numbers back up. So I was like, come on. But it was all in all, it was it. it was four minutes of 
true discomfort and it was kind of art at the end. It was a radical sit-in and I think the real fans, for the people who know and who love us, Mm -hmm. they got something magical that moment. And And, and it was a moment they'll never forget. And yeah, I think it was like kind of, it was kind of punk. It was absolutely avant-garde. People in the comments were just saying, wow, I'm so uncomfortable. And it was like, we were all, we were all in this moment. He was uncomfortable. We were uncomfortable. He was fine. I I mean, I think if he was uncomfortable, he would have left. But he was intrigued and he wanted more. And I would even go so far as to say, you know, there are fans who don't watch any of the shows we watch, yet they love us. So they listen. Confirmed. And now we've gotten into fans that don't even understand what we're saying, what we're talking about, do not watch the shows, have literally no idea what we're all about yet they'll stick around so this is an ultimate net positive agreed i also think it's like it's actually i think it's common that there are people who think that we're some sort of like swingers podcast or something the sexy throws many people (laughs) off it intrigues them but they're like this isn't what i thought it was sexy really you in this day and age to say something is sexy it's like a real marketing, probably a marketing don't at the end of the day, but I'm making it a marketing do. And yeah. this will always be sexy, unique podcast. Sorry, Dole. That's the way it is. Sexy can be a lot of things. What is sexy? We we continue to ask that question with every passing episode. Well, don't be sorry, Dole. It's just the way it Dole. is, Dole. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, you know, I think it was a positive overall an experience we're going to be doing tiktok lives more i've never done a tiktok live i felt positively ancient yeah i don't Um, know how it works but i have a little bit better of an idea now what's frustrating is that so tiktok will give you like analytics of your live but i think tiktok fucked up and like people can give you gifts in the form yeah. of what TikTok calls diamonds. So we got like 541 diamonds. And I think those end up translating to money, money somehow. I don't know how, but TikTok fucked that up. So I'm not seeing my diamonds. And babe, all I want are the fucking diamonds. We got to get a bit of a return on this investment. Yeah. We're I mean, in the red. Really- when it comes to the TikTok budget, <laughs> we're in the fucking red. But guess what? We have a, we have a, sometimes you've got to be in the red to go into the green. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. Confidence starts with loving who you are. 
And when your skin feels nourished and glows on the outside, you naturally radiate confidence from the inside. Give your skin a glow up with Osea's clinically proven Mega Moisture Duo. This ultra-hydrating body care features two of Osea's bestsellers, Andaria Algae Body Oil and Andaria Collagen Body Lotion. These seaweed-powered heroes use skincare-level ingredients normally reserved for your face for results you can see and confidence you can feel. Osea has been making clean, clinically proven seaweed-infused face and body care products for over 28 years. This luxurious skincare is vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Glow from the inside out. Get 10% off your first order with code GLOW at oseamalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A malibu.com, code GLOW. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Laura, what's the first thing you'd do if you had a little more time in the day? Mm, I'd probably just spend even more time with Tony than I already do. That's the best answer you could get. I spend most of my life wishing that Tony and I had more time together on this planet. It's scary to think about mortality and time passing. I do a lot of that. Don't we know it? But you know what can help when it comes to obsessive, intrusive thoughts about the passage of time and mortality and the fact that all of our dogs will die someday? What? Therapy. Oh, I've been in therapy since my mid-20s, and it's been an on and off thing. Sometimes I'm in it, sometimes I'm not, but I always feel better when I'm consistently going to therapy. I think it's probably the most important thing you can do for yourself if you can do it. I agree 100%. I've had pretty radical life changes over the past five to 10 years. And a huge part of that has been thanks to finding a therapist and working with a therapist regularly to like help me break some negative patterns, negative thought processes, and overall become a version of myself that I really love. Also, the past five years has been extremely chaotic and destabilizing for so many of us. I think therapy is even more vital now than it's ever been for everyone in the history of time. (laughs) (laughs) If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. You just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash SexyUnique today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash SexyUnique. We have a we have a formidable presence on TikTok. We're two old ass millennials. We're doing we're doing our best. And for some reason I feel like TikTok Live is less harrowing than an Instagram live. Yeah. It just can be whatever. You know what I mean? There's less pressure to like mm-hmm. I got yeah, it's, just, I saw, it's the new medium. Someone commented <laughs> on our one of our Instagram posts. I'm still triggered by your Instagram live. When we botched, we botched the live. <laughs> and but yes, re, just reiterating. Skate. Yeah, there seems to be. <laughs> <laughs> After Docsgate, doll, we had to set the record straight. I think people, people still seem to be, there is no drama. We literally just said it to get people to, <laughs> to look at our TikTok. 
We were just trying to lure people. I think people think there's drama because I had to dress you down about leaving doors closed when I had asked them to be open. Oh and God. people have really taken that and they're actively like shaking in their boots, wondering about the yeah. tension. And I'm like, honey, there's the only tension is the tension with my bodily sweat and needing there to be airflow. And like, it's all good, doll. We have We're a good. show. We're fucking golden we are we're good pony boy yeah and you know we're dear friends tension's good for you tension's good yeah also friends rib each other yeah just how it is teasing and poking is my love language to my friends your oldest i'm a teaser to all yeah and that's also how i was raised is my father was the ultimate teaser butch to a point butch really he teased often too hard so maybe i've adopted some of that but that is truly how i express love and care for my friends if i love you i will tease the shit out of you and if i do not care about you i won't even know you enough to utter a lol in your direction Dr. to not Shane be Holmes. teased by me is to just be nothing to me know that you learned from Dr. Shane Halls. I did. Dr. Shane Halls taught me. He shunked you. He sh- honey, I he shunked left and right. It's and shunking off. I think I I am because I'm the youngest and I I'm a sensitive soul. That maybe mm-hmm. it comes off as me being I get I friend my whole life. My whole life. But my, my whole, whole life, life, my friends have always teased me and it's just the way it is. And I, I, but I'll say this, <laughs> I'll say this, Dole. Don't think because I'm, I'm kind that I can't bob on my own. I can, no, I can, throw, I can throw bobs left and right. And you do stand up for yourself. Yeah. But it's I, all to say is like, it's fine. It, we're good. Yeah. We're good. And like, I tease, I tease, and you like to please, but you'll also tease and bring people to their knees. <laughs> and that. <laughs> you just sounded like Lewis Carroll. That was my Alice Holy- in Wonderland. Can we talk about something, though, that actually is insane? That I've That was your opium moment. Welcome to the den. Welcome to the den, doll. You've fallen down the we- rabbit hole now. <laughs> You certainly are in the, the rabbit hole. Right of, <laughs> I am the, I'm in the rabbit hole. Um, Bethany, <laughs> <laughs> Bethany, what? I've caught up with Bethany's like TikTok drama, and it's insane. And this is a trend of, and I think it's hopefully people will see the fucking light yeah. of like these rich fucking women just trying to shut down independent creators it's crazy and it's fucking crazy and it needs to stop it needs to stop what's beth what's old bethers up to she's okay, is so she threatening to sue old, old, old frankel <laughs> old frankel took to her lawyer's office and drafted a cease and desist to this tiktoker named meredith lynch who has like a lot of followers, Dole. She has like 178,000 followers who I get. And she talks about like celebrity brands and how they're like ultimately like bullshit and bad for the environment and like fucked up, which is true. And 
Bethany sent her a cease and desist and was like, you're defaming me and like, keep my name out of your mouth or I will wreak legal havoc upon you, which I have to say as recipients of cease and desist ourselves, our bodies, our stories, there is such thing as legal abuse. And that is what these women are doing. It's abusive and it's wrong just because you don't like what someone's saying about you and you disagree with them does not mean you can threaten them. And we'll get into it. And I think it does tie into this week's episode of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills because you see Diana Jenkins doing that to Garcelle. Like that was and that is that is abusive, period, that you it is abusive to threaten someone with legal action. Someone it's one thing if someone was saying like, I think Lara killed a man and like I know that she committed murder. I'd be like, you're defaming me, doll. And like, I didn't do that. And if what it takes for you to stop saying to the world that I like committed a crime I didn't commit is to like, say, send you a cease and desist. Like, that's one thing. Right. But to say you just don't to say you like don't like someone's brands that they're making and like to make fun of rumors and create a totally fictional situation on a comedy podcast where your whole purpose is to entertain people who know that you don't you're not reporting the news and then to lash out and threaten them and shut them down and silence them because you're sensitive that's abusive you cannot do that i mean you can they do but it's really fucked up well it seems to be more no you're right and it feels like it's a very issue of the now like it feels like because mm-hmm. social media and especially TikTok, where it's like TikTok is like a Nancy Drew kind of hub, where like internet sleuths, especially Gen Z sleuths, take to TikTok to shut down things like Helen Keller or Skinny yeah. Girl, and it is it's a very it's really alarming, and it's kind of like it's very fascist, and it's like. 90 times out of 100, it's someone who has a lot more power financially, uh, culturally, you know, fame-wise, having already an advantage on someone who doesn't have as much as they do, and then threatening to ruin them. Like, that's just, it's like, Bethany, I just think for all her posturing is like, being a woman in business and like pulling up from her bootstraps and being rags to riches. It's like, wouldn't she have respect for like the little guy in quotes, even if she didn't like what they were saying, like, wouldn't she, wouldn't that, I don't know. It's just, it's like, there's lots of holes in her, her image clearly, but she's gotten warped and it's really weird. Like I'm telling you the thing she said about Kim freaked me out. Cause I was like, you sound like a conservative politician right now. Like you yeah. sound like one of those, like you sound like a Marjorie Taylor Greene type being like football fans are, you know, they're the purest American, the pure. It's like, fuck you. What? Yeah. For and someone he, who's can dish it out, she sure as fuck can't take it. She has said and some you, of the, If you're going to position yourself as that on TikTok, like, and that's part of your platform and brand and you can do that to other people, but you're not okay when they do that to you. That's weird. Yeah, like, I mean, so that means, like, okay, that means the Kardashians could come for her for all her, like, she's yeah, been defaming them. No, I'm, I'm just saying, like, if, if, if 
people are operating on the level on the way Bethany does. Like that means all the fucking people she has quote unquote slandered or like talk shit about on her TikTok, they could come for her. So what's fair? Yeah, but they that's she's in a different echelon. Her she's privileged with extreme wealth and connection. So that kind of stuff doesn't affect her. It really just affects people that you know have less money than you. Yeah. Like, and it's a way to absolutely shut people down and dull. Can I just say to bring it back to Real Housewives that that's exactly what's happening with Kathy and the cease and desist. And that's like even more fascinating because that's another echelon of wealth versus wealth where it's like now you're going up against someone that truly like you think Rinna or like Bravo has resources. You're going up against like generational like family hundreds of millions of dollars level of wealth that like you just use this is the American way as you use your money to silence people. And you don't understand until you're put in that situation that there's nothing you can do except bend. You're fighting yeah. a losing battle to like do anything else. And that's just the way it is. But that's not freedom of speech. Guys, get your tickets now. <laughs> you have one more day. Alert. Tickets are going fast. This is like there's still truly low ticket warning. There are probably about like 50 tickets left. And so you better yeah. get on it, Dole, because you might think that you're going to go to the bar. You're going to go out. You've got your little hair makeup Breeze ready. You put your going out heels on. Go to, you think you're going to breeze on up to the lower Manhattan, walk on up to the window and say one for sex unique podcast, please. And it's going to be sold the fuck out. So you better get a ticket now online. Yeah. Just come. It'll be so, so fun. Oh my God. It's going to be a blast. We're actually talking about this week's real housewives of Salt Lake city episode, we will be, yes. which is, Carrie and I both watched it. It's a fucking banger. I'm so excited to like relive it in an audience of our Lawlers. East Coast Lawler fans. And it's going to be just the best time. We were going to do a New York centric episode. So we were going to do Roni and Marrakesh with Alex McCourt stomping her way down the stairs, which is always a good one. But like upon viewing of Salt Lake, it was undeniable. Lara literally called me. It was like, it's undeniable. We have to do this. There's so, so much to talk come, about. Yeah. You will come, not regret it. Your, you will regret it if you don't. I'm just telling you. Come get your fill of Salty Utah Queens yeah. live. Welcome this to Saturday, the suck. So. Welcome to the suck. Okay. Back to, but yeah, you're right. It is. It's like very. It's a power move and the, it's a, it's a manipulation yeah. of the legal system and when you are doing it in the way that Bethany has done it to this creator in the way that Diana Jenkins threatened Garcelle and threatened us, that's abuse. Yeah. And I just feel I, I've just, she's just gotten like, I've, I, again, like I said this on the live the other night, but like, I've always had a soft, I have a soft spot for Bethany. She's always been like one of my faves. Mm -hmm. And I, it's like, it's annoying to me when she's, she just sounds kind of like whiny when she's like, I've been shadow banned. Blah, blah, blah. It's like very like victimy. And it's just like, you know, where's the Bethany we knew? Where's I think the grit? It's also that she's always 
I guess that's always kind of been her thing. But like, I think what's also a turnoff about her current iteration is that just the blatant wanting of more, more, more. It's like, when is enough? And like, when are you actually like happy with what you've achieved? And I, that's very also an American thing. Like, I mean, once you have a lot of money coming in, I think it's very natural to want more. We live in like capitalist society where it's like encouraged to get as much money and make as much money and brand and brand and brand and sell and get more money. But like, I, it's really off putting when celebrities or people that like plebeians like us think, oh, she's reached like she sold her brand for X amount of money. She has a millions and millions and millions of dollars. Like then yeah. to still be like, I need more like that is just like, ooh. if even if that's true, hide it, bitch. Like, come on. I'm just like, honey, just go back on Housewives. Like, yeah, do us a favor. You're going to make us pay. Do us a favor. And it's, she's honestly at her best when she's on that show. Mm -hmm. She's not, she's tried other things like her, her show on HBO. I watched it. It was a nightmare. That was was a true, like a Gaspar Noé movie, but yeah, make it a reality TV show starring Bethany. No, it was fucking Salem's lot up in that. And (laughs) I, you know, that was Halloween. I love her and I watched it was Halloween, but I'm like, she doesn't work unless she's on Housewives. Yeah. And and that's fine. Like she's done a talk show. She's done all these things. She's had all these opportunities. She has something about her that's very appealing, but it's most appealing when she's on Housewives and bouncing off others. It's where she gets her funniest little quips. She's always the voice of reason. She and she always ends up being like a fan favorite. Just do yourself a favor. Do all of us a favor. Go back where you're supposed to be. Mm-hmm. And I'm not trying to pigeonhole a woman creator in this world, but like, I just want to see Beth thrive and she thrives on that fucking show. Yeah. And I think she actually, the irony is that she could be achieving more if she were on that show. I think, but there's an ego thing. This is just my like armchair psychology is that I think there's an ego thing at play where she says, I'm better than this. I can do this without the show. I don't need that. And I can actually achieve more on my own, which may yeah. be true. I don't know what the numbers are, but I would argue that <laughs> no. And to really achieve more, to be beloved, which she wants to be loved. It's very clear. She wants to be like treated with respect and loved and adored. And like to also sell as many of her shit skinny girl products as possible. And like for branding and likability purposes, I'm like, it's a slam dunk. Just be on Roni till the fucking end of time and do your little TikTok stuff and like do everything else. It's just crazy. Yeah, it's just like, and she always finds a way to like incorporate Andy into her TikTok. It's like she calls Andy on the phone. It's like, just you're... You're doing Stop. it without doing it. It's annoying. You're doing, yeah. It's like you, you know where your bread is butter. Just do it and you'll be the star again. You'll be more famous if you're on the show. Yeah. Anyway, I just, I get really, I get frustrated because she's so, she can be so fucking good. When she wants to be. Mm-hmm. But right now, for me, his BF is in her flop era. It's a flop shadow ban i feel like we shadow might be ban. getting shadow banned a little bit 
I think it's the sexy on TikTok. They don't like it when you're sexy. And even just that that in the name, but it's you know what, it's fine. We'll persevere. Okay, we'll stay so strong. like TikTok will allow like tweens to be like doing weirdly sexual choreography and stuff and like Oh yeah. Be, like they basically allow okay. like child porn and they allow teens to like do like a light socket challenge where it's like stick your hand in the yeah, faucet we're... and then stick it in the light socket and that's all fine. But you say the word sexy you're fucking done it's crazy the world is a crazy place it is a really crazy place um can we talk about the craziest of places though what the real housewives of beverly hills reunion part one yes i'm carrie i'm lara and you're listening to to sexy sexy unique unique podcast podcast Shadow Band. Shadow Band. <laughs> the Rinna Reckoning. Angel. Um, I love Doug. This was a good reunion. Doug, Kyle's a wreck. <laughs> Doug. Doug. Doug is Andy's Caleb slash Ness slash Jonathan. Mm-hmm. Andy. Never mind. What? I will. I want to go and watch what happens live. So I don't. I'm not. I'm like never going to say anything bad about. <laughs> okay i was starting this episode being like will they really go there but i'm have to report i'm very pleased so far they went there but they didn't go there in a lot of ways they did they both do and they didn't they did what they do best which is not doing Red a lot Lightly. while also doing nothing at all and that's the sweet I... spot of beverly hills mm-hmm. I have to say, I was like, I was, I was very weirded out that they sort of glossed over Garcelle's son's issue. And then, and then at the end, it turned into Rinna and EJ Global being like, yes, it's hard for all of us. Yeah, that was crazy. We'll get to that though, because I have thoughts, Dole. Um, I'm shunked that the glam starts at 6 a.m. and takes four hours. That's a I full- love the studio transformation yeah it's it's like a body transformation like they go full transmortification that's like getting special effects makeup like yeah. like layers <laughs> yeah like a whole thing getting like turned into an alien or something to then go film alien 
Like it's crazy. Yeah. They look snatched. So they're all being turned into like the pan from Pan's Labyrinth. Mm-hmm. They're being turned into Tree Man. <laughs> yeah. I also love seeing them on the studio lot. That's like Hollywood, Hollywood. It feels really like good. Well, the first, the first opening shots of like downtown LA, it felt very heat. Mm -hmm. Michael Mann. Michael Mann should honestly direct an episode of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. They should start bringing in like huge directors. Like I want a Scorsese episode. I want a Fincher. I want the Michael Mann. Like, that would be Catherine Bigelow. Catherine Bigelow. They should do Chloe Zhao. I would die. I would die. I feel like these directors would absolutely do it. Like just guest direct. They should have one season of I think Beverly Hills. That's an avant-garde season where each episode is directed by like one of the greats. That would be again free idea. Literally, producers, a if you're listening, idea. Do, do that. that. These directors would do it, and the fans would go buck wild. Yeah, it would be Imagine the, the, that. the true high-low moment. That would be honestly incredible. Like, Gaspar Noé has to do an episode. Oh, yeah. We need um, like Paul Schrader, Ari Aster. Um, Paul Schrader has an incredible Facebook. He is out. He is out there pounding the pavement at ev- every given. T- William Friedkin should do an episode. Oh my god, William Friedkin is such a bitch. I love him. He's such a bitch. We, I mean, what this basically has turned into just an endless Halloween ends promo where we are now in a movie. So why not just like fully merge? Like as one and have directors come in. This is the one of the best ideas we've ever had. It is pretty crazy that it's like a full long promotion for Halloween ends. We lived in a world of promoting Halloween ends for at least seven minutes on this episode of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. I was like into it at first, and then it went on to a point where I was like, why is this happening? Yeah, it's a little, it's a little much. And I think, I mean, I loved, I love JLC always, but I'm like, this is so fucking weird. It's it was so weird. weird. And the only reason why is because Kyle is the longest running housewife. So she kind of has all the say and it's universe, NBC universe. Yeah. It's like it's, the ultimate synergy for everyone yeah. involved, but it's also like, yeah. you're destroying my life. You're ruining my fucking life yeah the set of being the beverly hills hotel i was loving that they really stepped their pussies up with every passing reunion they did but i was also like give me something more Ooh, i think they could have done the lighting a little bit but there was something off about the lighting like it wasn't popping in the way that i'm thinking of like the slc reunion with that ice fishing hole yeah they need like a swimming pool they need the set of like jeremy o'harris's daddy yeah, I should, I kind of want like a Chateau Marmot. Marmot. <laughs> Chateau Marmot. Yeah, our Sunset Tower. Yeah, that Sunset Tower. They should do the Sunset Tower like lobby or something. Mm-hmm. Or like the pool like situation yeah. at Sunset Tower. 
Rinna strolls onto set with a manila folder filled to the brim with documents. And I was like, she's international spy. I have to say, I couldn't figure out what Rinna looked like. Me neither. I was like, who's this person? And not to, I'm not trying to call attention to her physical features, but like, has she gotten a nose job? That was a, a entity wearing a Rinna skin suit. I mean, that was, it was a skinwalker that was honestly men in black. Sugar in water. Like that was, (laughs) I was. (laughs) The bug man. The verdict is still out on who's underneath that skin suit. I was truly like, who is this? Who is this specter wearing a wig? She looked like, she literally looked like Kylie Jenner. She looks like Rinna, kind of acts like Rinna, talks like Rinna, yet it's also not is not Rinna. It's Tom Cruise. It's literally Tom Cruise <laughs> wearing one of his disguises that he wears to see civilian. In Mission Impossible. Yeah, in Mission yeah. Impossible. He's going to pull off his rubber face and it will be Tom. And then we'll get like a full, like 18 minute long promo in part three for like Top Gun maverick out on vod yeah and mission Mm -hmm. like it will just go into like kyle talking about how much tom means to her and then we'll get a a second commercial of like kyle and tom sitting and like reflecting on all his hit movies i i just truly was i was something is off yeah i think also the merging of housewives and marketing is ultimately a really terrible thing for the franchise because it puts too much emphasis on like good behavior as a marketing tool. And mm. no one wants to watch people being like nice and good to each other on TV. Like that is absolutely not what I ever signed up for. Agreed. Um, everyone checks in. Diana's quote unquote not feeling well. She's fired, right? Like, she's fucking gone now, right? I kind of got the vibe she was off. And she was, the way she was answering, it was very, like, kind of, well, this is me, this is what you got, and now I go. Yeah, I was like, go, girl, give us nothing. Bye, bitch. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Yeah, get the fuck. Get the fuck out of here. I'm done with her, actually, now. I've come the full circle. It's been a spectrum of emotions. I've gone through it. But you know what? Yeah. Selena, Sonella gave us a lot of something. Yeah. It was a moment. And I was just like, you know what? Fuck you. Yeah. Fuck, fuck you. Fuck you for not showing up. You could have you could have been Pop something. Out. Yeah. Anyway. EJ goes, when in doubt, go for Ginger and Casino, which I do think is like a really good oh, yeah. aesthetic. Yeah. But I Julia don't Banks, think that that's what she was doing. No, she was not giving Sharon Stone. No. Um, no, Ginger's always a good rep. I mean, Azalea quoting, and in one of, in Fuck 'em All Night, she said Sharon Stone Casino. Yeah, she is the She's one. always eternal. Um, Rinna goes, I got Lois here. And I literally thought she was going to pull out a tiny ashes. urn of ashes because I have a tiny urn of ashes of my grandma. And I would like totally, I'm ready really? to go full. Yeah, I have it like on my desk. I look at it every day. But like, oh. I'm ready to like have ashes. 
at a reunion, yeah. but then it was just like a ceramic bird. And Andy's Andy Cohen being like, oh, <laughs> he does not care. I do feel badly for Rinna that no one cares about the passing of Lois. Like it didn't hit the way she thought it would. You know what I mean? No, I mean, I think everyone's sort of like. She was in her 90s. Everyone is well aware of the circle of life. And this just wasn't the season for Lois to go. Maybe if Diana Jenkins wasn't on the show and Dorit hadn't got robbed. We might have had yeah. a little more screen time. But she unfortunately, tried. that's ho- that's Hollywood, baby. That's and no the, one should know it better. Than- <laughs> that's show- that is showbiz kid. I screamed when Jamie Lee Curtis came out once again to disrupt the medium. Well, first Andy said, now we have Jamie Lee Curtis and everyone's faces kind of, everyone was so shocked and he went, no, I'm just kidding. And then all of a sudden, Baroness, Jamie Lee Curtis guest, saunters her way over in a pantsuit. Everyone goes, "Ah!" Erica Jane. "Ah!" I was happy. I was, for for one moment, I too was duped. And then I realized what it was truly all about, which is Halloween and Halloween. Ends. Halloween, but she looked Halloween amazing. Ends. Watch it now on Peacock TV. It's streaming today. She was pretty funny, though. She, I forgot that she like looked. She was looking into the camera when she came into the show, and yeah. like the cameramen are not going to tell Jamie Lee Curtis to like not do that. I love her going, I had no idea about the impact of your show. I love like people who just think that it's like a whatever thing being like, wait, knowing. there are hordes and hordes and hordes of positive, positively unhinged Hinged. viewers that are going to exactly. buy 5 million black wind chimes. And you have no idea what you've gotten yourself into. I I just love like Jamie Lee like discovering that this like is a meaningful show to some people in the world. <laughs> well, it was like it was true, just like Hollywood royalty kind of unintentionally like dragging a little Andy Cohen. Oh and yeah. Like, I didn't know your show had any impact at all in culture. It's wow. th- it was like a it was a cunty move. I love her being it. like, I've never met you. It's so weird. I've never met you. Amazing. Yeah, she she topped him. She kind of put in. She put Andy in his place. She did. He Sometimes need, and he it takes. It. He loves it. He respond. I think he responds to that. It's like a he respects it. Andy, I have never met you. It wasn't a crazy. I've never met you. I know. It's weird. It's weird. Anyway, I had no I had idea no your idea. show had any kind of impact at all in this yeah. world, but. Here I am to say that it was the top selling item at my charity. So I've changed the name to Chicas. Dorit Vindicated. Amazing. Yeah. Dorit. I love also Jamie being like, you know what? Here's a snap for all the people that make this show fabulous because you're unseen, but you're not. And I was like, queen of Hollywood. Oh, she is like, she is such a... She's on the side of the worker. Such a like, <laughs> yeah, but she is such a like Hollywood bro. Mm-hmm. Let's hear it for the crew, the producer, and all the women are like, 
Yes, yeah. And Andy Cohen goes, yes, yes, thank you. Let's hear it for all the people who are, in, let's hear it for the unions. I love it. I love We love the unions. Because you're unseen, but you're not. <laughs> I was like, totally. It's true. She should get an Emmy for guest star. I know. She worked it. She did get off her ass and work. She, what won't she do in service of her charity and in service of Halloween ends? I'll bet if you told Jamie Lee Curtis and Kyle to fight to the death to promote <laughs> Halloween ends, they, they would. would. They'd be like, I love this woman. Jamie would win. Jamie would win. Jamie would win. I don't know though. Kyle, I feel like if you has rage. if you unlock the rage in Kyle, I think that she could go fucking Wolverine. <laughs> you unlock big cat Kyle she's possessed by Big Kathy in some ways. Mm-hmm. I think Kyle could fight so dirty, but you literally have to push her to the point of no return. Like once Kyle, once Kyle unlocks the rage and kills Jamie Lee Curtis to to market Halloween ends, she won't stop and she will (laughs) go full Godzilla on Hollywood. She will go on a murderous (laughs) rampage, destroying everyone and everything in her path. It's that is the ultimate. And then the entire world will know about Halloween ends. It'll be like truly the book Carrie after she leaves the prom and goes on a rampage in the town. Just Absolutely. Destroys everything. But my question is, is Halloween really ending? I feel like somehow this is just the beginning. Yeah. Well, I know that the, the same guy, the director of who's like in Danny McBride's company, what's mm-hmm. his name? The guy who's directing all the brute. They just bought The Exorcist to do three Exorcist movies, and it's going to be good. Leslie Odom Jr.'s in it. Ellen Burstyn's in it. Oh my God. She's the scariest person that has ever existed on screen. Yeah, but amazing. Yeah. I but just. It's gonna, so I, I think they're moving on to that. Okay. I'm open. I'm open to it. Put Kyle, put Dorit in it. EJ. And Kyle has a nose ring in Halloween ends. She's a cool, she's like a cool regular lady. She's like a cool she's townsperson. Like a- That's her. She goes, what does a what does like a just a townsperson? What are they like? She asked her hair and she makeup. Like, team. She owns she owns the local bar in Haddonfield, which by the way, the Haddonfield I grew up in is a dry town. Uh, they should have consulted you, honestly. Kyle I said. Have to say, I think bangs. Because I think bangs and a nose Lindsay ring. Wallace. <laughs> as Lizzie Wallace is not only a barkeep, she has a nose ring and she's a cool girl. She's a survivor. She's cool and she has a nose ring to prove. She's definitely gonna she's definitely gonna fucking die in this one. <laughs> or I'm telling you, maybe not. And then the franchise goes on with her as the star. I really feel in my soul like Halloween is never ending. I'm also just like Every trailer I see, I'm like, you're showing us the whole thing. I can't watch a trailer you're showing anymore. Us, you're showing us Laurie Strode and Michael Myers having like their full, like we see like their the full final, showdown. Fine. Yeah. I'm like, why are you doing this to me? No, it's so fucked up because like the one of the things that I used to love most in this world was a movie trailer because it gave you just a little tease. 
and a little yeah. bit of seduction and made you created a sense of want. And I like love a sense yeah. of want and a, I love to yearn. And now mm -hmm. they make you yearn for nothing. And it's actually just better. off. You're better off never engaging and just like reading, I guess. I don't know. It's really it's really sad. It's sad. It's it's a sad state of affairs. Andy goes, can I ask a dumb question? And EJ goes, when do you not? <laughs> and I loved that. She's taking also, though, liberties. Like, he liked that though. Yeah, he Andy's into like he likes a tease. But it's also the kind of thing where you have to walk like a really fine line because I could see him getting incredibly offended at like over familiarity. Yeah, I think the women there's a and I don't like it. I don't like seeing this. Oh, Mango's here. And Simon. A doll. Two dolls. Say hi, babe. Hi. Hi. Babe, the hotel's a dumb. <laughs> no, really? I'm sorry, Laura. Laura. It's not great. It's a little... There, lo there's lots of stains on the... There's stains. Oh, no. Mango's it, here. It's like a hallway carpet stain kind of vibe, which just really freaks me out. Um, anyway, um, yeah, I feel like I don't, and I don't like this vibe, but it, you can tell that the women on every, and especially in the reunions when they're all together with Andy, they're all afraid of him. Oh, they're terrified. And I don't, I don't like that. And I know it's, I know why they're afraid of him. He's the boss, but like he has instilled this, like it's deeply problematic. But you can um, also tell when he doesn't really like someone. Like, I don't think he likes Crystal that much. No, he doesn't. Like, he loves Kyle. Like, I think some housewives have, like, an ease with him that's, like, like Bethany has one. Bethany's, like, his favorite, obviously. And I think Rinna and him, like... Rinna and him are good. I think... Uh, yeah, like, you, there's some... Some of the housewives are, like, very easy with him, but, like... Yeah. There's, he just, he's the tyrant. But EJ Global is, she's going global. She's become, I can't, like, I need her to stay on the show forever. She's truly no, villainous. I'm, I love her. I love her too. Yes. yes. When do you not? When do you not? So they speak with Garcelle and Garcelle says that she thinks that the bots against her son, Jax, were purchased. And she has launched an investigation. And anytime an investigation is launched, I'm on the edge of my fucking seat. Yeah, lots of an investigation is is ongoing. And Botgate, um, Botgate gets discussed and EJ goes, well, I don't like death threats. I don't love them. Everyone has a me like, moment. They really go, are like me too. This is a hashtag no, me Garcelle's, too <laughs> movement. Or sounds like my, my son who is black was threatened to be killed by white people. And then Erica goes, well, I hate name calling too. Well, I don't love a death threat myself. And I just thought that was weird. They just like thing. completely made it it's a different fucking thing yeah. than what you're talking about. Um, Let's not try to equate these things. Yeah, dolls. Andy swallows another yawn during Dorit's burglary recollections. And mm. I was like, I, I love that. I love it too. But I also feel this was also a moment of like discomfort because I'm like, 
Dorit's too afraid to actually be like, you're really fucking rude for that. Like, I begged for my life and I'm telling you about it and you're yawning. That's a true evil gay move, but... I love it. I love it. And I want Dorit to stay. I pray she does. I think she's earned herself she'll another stay. season. Oh, she's. I think she's a long hauler. Okay, good. But she, yeah, she's like, am I... We got to cut to her last year being like, I'm sorry, am I boring you, Andy? He's like, yes. Spice it up. Yeah, so Andy talks about how people doubted her burglary, thought it was staged by PK. Which is fucked up. Um, I mean, that's just like the state of any time like a woman, a famous woman says like, this thing happened to me, everyone's like, no! Yeah, right. Yeah, right. And I go, just Despicable. Despicable. Kyle says that the guy that robbed her reached out and said, I have all the stuff I stole from you. It's in my grandma's house and I'm in jail, but yeah. here are some pictures. And like, I want to give it back to you, but I also want money. And so she yeah. sent him money. But then I was like, keep the, what happened then? Like, where are you at with the story now? Like, did you get your stuff? What's going on? Again, a moment of me too. Like mm-hmm. a moment of take. She took, like, kind of interrupted Dorit. Oh, and yeah. Was like, you know, the guy who robbed me reached out to me. And then you see Dorit's face, and she's kind of like, this was the only thing I had all season. Fuck. Kyle, enough Fuck about you. you. <laughs> enough about you. Let's talk about me. Erica goes, You sent him money? Why would you send him a fucking cent? He's a criminal. And I was like, Takes one to know one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Erica is all I like that she's just leaning into like not a penny spent. Like she is just fully like, why are you gonna give him money? Like, and I kind of am like, I'm just obsessed with it. I'm obsessed. Everything she says, my mouth, my jaw's on the fucking floor. And I'm like, yeah. do you hear yourself right now? Like you're siding with your you make yourself look so bad with every word that comes out of your mouth. But I'm also like, that's iconic. It. Yeah. Please don't stop, Jay. Andy turns to Crystal. <laughs> oh, what? <laughs> just, you sent him money. Not a fucking cent. He's a criminal. Erica should do the voice of Pazuzu in the new Exorcist. She should. Like that woman who felt that amazing actress who fell off the wagon. Yeah. Who put herself through fucking hell to be a demon. Um, Andy looks at Crystal and he goes, lots to discuss. <laughs> I was like, damn. And they talk about her eating disorder. And then. Yeah, that was like. Fun. I was like, whoa. And then they talk about like eat. They take everyone to task with like how they dealt with it. And they finally get around to EJ. And laxative. Andy, Andy did put her to. He did. He's like, why would I you like say that, that? And she was like, well, I'm just saying how I would deal with it. I, I don't know. I guess it was wrong. And then they talk. They talk about the chicken tenders. And honestly, that was hysterical. That was one of the high points of the entire season. That was an incredible. Oh, she can't have chicken. That she I can't have chicken tenders. I would say that to like a friend of mine. Like if they, I would make that joke. I felt seen by chicken tender. You can't have these a chicken tender. <laughs> no, these are chicken tender. You can't Andy have goes, that. 
And he goes, well, you can't, you shouldn't say that. And she goes, yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> she goes, yeah, I did it. It was the I wrong did. thing to do. <laughs> I like what he's just global. It. Yeah, like, what else can you say? Like, yeah, I goaded this person who just told me about their eating disorder, waved a chicken tender in their face and said, can't have this chicken tender. <laughs> <laughs> you can't, like, walk. There's no walking that back. Sorry. No. Yeah. And like, obviously, it's horrific. A lot of us struggle with that. But just that was, I thought that was. Just that was funny. one of the funniest things I've ever seen. Oh, she can't have this. And she went, Yeah, well, I did it. I I'm did it. Proud of it. It was wrong. The thing I did it was wrong. <laughs> Kyle's face also, when Crystal is talking, Detective Kyle has come to town. Every time it cuts her, she's she is. pursing her lips. She's going. Yeah. Kyle is like not. She's not having it. She's not having it. She's not believing anything Crystal's saying. Do you think it's because they... Crystal and Kathy's friendship has graded on Kyle and Kyle's over it? Probably. I think. So Kyle kind of, they allude to like. Crystal continuously in the beginning of the season when she was like trying to say that Sutton said something so dark and, you know, ostensibly like something racist that she couldn't even repeat it. She never said what it was. So all the women are like, you kind of defamed her a little. She absolutely defamed her. And she and Crystal doesn't really have an argument for it. And she's sort of just like, yeah, just she said that thing about the seeing her kids in the in the pool and thinking it was like, that's how laugh should be she felt she was like and she said like you know you don't have to think that was offensive i thought it was offensive and then she, and then sutton kind of squashes everything she's like look crystal and i've talked about it we're good basically yeah but everyone is mad that they like got over it which it's like if they're over it it's fine they're over you're you're you should be over it too but i will say i like crystal a lot i like what she brings to the table and I think that she is really smart, but it is infuriating to hear her make these arguments because I'm like, you're smarter than this. Like, just yeah. take the L. Like, to try, she tries to like negotiate everything and it digs herself deeper and deeper into a, into a hole. And she comes off as like incredibly manipulative and dishonest and like calculating yeah. and. It's so bizarre for her to be like, that's my experience. It's my, how can you argue with my experience? It's like, bitch, no one's doing that. You literally said this one thing and then kept tripling down on it and just say like, yeah, just do the EJ. I said it, I did it, it was wrong. And move the fuck on. It's really bizarre and it drives me up the fucking wall. But I also crave it. No, no and I think it's it's very like, it felt very like millennial as a millennial that can't can't let something go. Well, and also that you can't like you're going to turn it into like someone's attack on your experience in this world when it isn't that. It's just like you said this fucked up thing, like just own it and then get over it. Like it and doesn't have not everything is like an attack on your experience and a violation. No, And they're also like they're good now. Yeah. So like there's she and Sutton are good. So like that's that's if anything, that's just the end. 
Yeah, and just say, like, yeah, I, I fucked up and, like, it's my second season. I don't know what I'm doing. Blah. And, like, turn it into, Blah. like, make people like you. I love when she goes, she tried to equate Sutton walking into the bathroom to someone breaking into Kyle's house. Like, that's also peak millennial, like, fucking galaxy brain. And Kyle goes, uh, people broke into my house. They didn't bring me a jacket. <laughs> and Crystal kind of just goes. And then she, Crystal says dark gate, like bringing up, she said something so dark is the biggest regret of her life, of her entire life. Yeah. I was like, you must have had a great life so far because that's, that's a good life. That's a, that's yeah. a I, that's an enviable life if that's the that's a, singular biggest regret of your entire yeah. life i mean yeah i regret things all all day every day that's the the every, every she's the never single, had a regret the singular moment the singular in her moment life was, <laughs> was saying that sudden strack said something quote too dark so dark good. the biggest regret Okay. So it's kind of, yeah, jealous. And then Andy brings up the Michael Jackson statement where she's like, it's problematic to request Michael Jackson, which I don't think it's problematic to request Michael Jackson. Like, but I do think Michael Jackson is a problematic figure. And then, but I loved Erica Jane goes, he goes, do you really think it's problematic? And Chris goes, uh, <laughs> Yeah, it's really problematic. And Erica goes, why? <laughs> she's why? And I like I, that she's just I, she, I'm like she's giving. She goes, he beat the case. He beat the case. Did you catch that? I was like, not no, EJ Global defending Michael Jackson. Oh my god, she's that like one of was shonking. I didn't hear that. She goes, he beat the case. He beat oh the case. Oh my God. I, Is she like one of those people? She's one of those people. And that's when I was like, you're guilty. But I was like, wow, yeah. you, I literally am constantly being pushed and pulled in either direction with her, being like, she's guilty. She's not guilty. She's guilty. And this, I was like, that, you're guilty of sin. You're, you're absolutely 1000%. Guilty. Original sin, love. <laughs> You're the guiltiest girl Michael in the Michael Jackson? Golly. No, you don't. What? He beat the case. He beat the case. Okay, you Why? fucking psycho. That is, like, that's a non-negotiable, like, he is a child molester. Sorry if you Absolutely. think otherwise. I'm rapist. sorry that you He's live a... in a world, if you truly think otherwise, I'm sorry to have to say this. And I'm sorry that we're going to disagree. He, was a... he is a, he was a pedophile. child rapist. The music slapped, but he's also a fucking child rapist. Both can be true. Made great music. Made great music. I still like some of his music. Still play it sometimes, but oh, but you know, but you you play it being like I play it. I play play it it with the awareness. Wow, this is good music. But the person responsible for it raped children. Yeah, but then I'm like, okay, I'm gonna get over that for now, so I can listen to Man in the Mirror, and then. Well, what? We must compartmentalize in this world, but I'm also like a fucking realist, and I'm like, this man. You're a rock star. I'm a fucking rock star like that. You're a fucking rock star. He beat the case. They get into 14 Friends Gate. And we don't really get much clarity on that. It just, once again, Kyle just 
this also, I was like, Kyle's just trying to twist, like, tongue-tie Crystal. Kyle's just, she's a hater in this moment. Kyle's a jealous hater, Dole. She's a, she's a Crystal hater, and I don't, I don't support hating for the sake of hating. No. I support, like, trying to get the fuck through to her and just have her apologize yeah. for the words that came but out of her mouth. That's not what Kyle's doing. No, but Kyle's trying to make her look bad, and I was like, it's yeah. pretty obvious. Kai Kai. Yeah. Um. Finally, DJ Global comes on the scene. She comes in, and she's wearing green. Her Ozempic journey hers. seems pretty real to me. Her what? Ozempic journey. I'm literally... Oh, yeah. She's like... If anyone loses weight, I'm like, you're a a celebrity. You've now launched your Ozempic journey. Kim is so Ozempic that it's like... Kim Kardashian is so Ozempic that it's like... Nightmare Before Christmas. It has gotten to Nightmare Before Christmas. And it also is like... It's really... It's true. Her love for being skinny is like so triggering to me because my own body just more like I would love nothing more than to be that thin and I know that I would I would be like I would too would be crunching golem style on the ground for photo shoots were I in that position but I'm not and then it makes me feel bad about myself and I have to like I'm just triggered by everyone's Ozempic journey but I'm also like when am I gonna get on Ozempic and then I'm like this is so wrong and it just is like an endless it truly like the skinniness the skinniness is driving me crazy and I've been in a place of like severe like body hatred for ever since Ozempic came on the scene it's it's so it's Rachel Zoe girls 2.0 yeah. It's like the Zoe Stable 2.0 where everyone was so fucking thin. But that was a different kind of thin because that was like, that was like true eating disorder. And this is a different type of eating disorder. It's still disordered eating either way you cut it. But it also is like eating disorder, but but make it healthy in make quotes. It and it's truly, and I feel gaslit and I have truly feel like a big fat cow. And it's hard. Same. I'm just saying. So like, that's it. That's where I stand. I'm sure a lot of people are feeling that way. It's fucking destabilizing to see this. I can't look at Ozempic. People have been sending me Ozempic stuff, and I I appreciate the. I just where I am right now with my body journey, I can't look. Sorry, at Sorry, I sent you like a. Uh, I sent you a celeb no, that I was okay. like, this person's one thousand percent on Ozempic, and then I no, felt it's, it's good. I felt a shame, a personal shame spiral again. So we have to Why? like because because of my journey. No, because of mine. I just can't handle people like losing weight. I, know. I can't handle it right but now. You know I, what? Need, we're, I need we're, to divorce we're, from it. We're calling attention to it, and I'm sure people out there are like. I hope people out there are like feel the same way. I think they do. But we all look. We are all on this journey. We all look great in our in what we're doing, and we all need to just love ourselves. Love ourselves. Just because someone's on Ozempic does not mean you are disgusting. No, you're you're just as good as Ozempic. Yeah, but also give me the. But also, like, where do I? No, <laughs> it's so <laughs> fucked. It's so fucked. It's fucked. I know, Laura. Um, I know. Also, okay, you know what's fucked up? What the fuck is Diana Jenkins looking at? Where is she looking? Is she looking at a cue card? I don't know. She's not looking at the camera. 
She must have a legal, she must have. She has a legal document uh, that she's reading from. She's going, yeah, he she asked must her have question, her team. and she goes, I think that it was very bad. And like, not looking. Must, I was thinking maybe did Andy send her questions before? Yeah. He asked her so about she have like talking points. Yeah. I hate her now. I hate her so much. Sorry. Careful. <laughs> um, he goes Don't say anything. He goes <laughs> Do you know like Darth Vader? I hear like a knock on if you hear a knock on my hotel door and just like a silencer and I get like taken out. He goes, people have been questioning if you know Jeffrey Epstein because you were pictured with him. And she goes, never met that man. But also, that seems like the year was 1997 and I was refugee. So it is physically impossible. I was like, you're not you pulling the Prince Andrew. Like, she basically said the same thing that Prince Andrew said about like the photo of him and Virginia Gaffrey. Yeah. Like, that wasn't I, me. I, is that just what you do when you're like pictured with Jeffrey Epstein? Yeah. Just I say, I mean, Carol Radswell, she was asked about her relationship to Gilon, and she basically was like, I don't really know her that well. It's like she took the author photo for your book. You were friends. Yeah. It's just crazy that these people are just like, like Elon Musk, that famous picture of him and Gilon. He said she photobombed him. I'm like, no. No, these people were, were around. Them. Yeah. You were friends. You were best friends. You were You're around. You loved them. If you run in a very yeah. particular circle of extreme wealth, it's like it's like when I was in like a going out like to clubs era when I lived in Chicago in college. Mm-hmm. You go out to the clubs every single night. You're in the VIP area every single night. You just see the same people over and over and over. It's the same cast of characters, just in different locations. Yeah. You know these people and you know what their fucking deal is, period. To a certain to a to certain, a certain in Beverly Hills. Status in, is everything. No, that's New York. <laughs> I run with a very particular to a certain class of, to a certain class of people in New York. Status is everything. <laughs> <laughs> I run with a very particular circle. Who said that? Was that Ramona? That was Jill Zarin. Oh I yeah. run with a fabulous group of people. Um so then they get into Botgate, which is a true gate. So Gar- Garcelle flat out says that she feels like Diana bought the bots. I think she did too. Her son. And I stand with Garcelle. I think that Diana has shown that when something hits a nerve of potential truth, Literally. she gets fucking pissed and the legal jargon and abuse starts and the threats start. And that has been a pattern over and over. And I think if something's not true, you let it go because you, you it has no bearing on anything. But when it's true, you're like going to fight it. She's just doing it all wrong. But she's I was like, you're evil for a doing that. If you if that's what she did, allegedly. Ugh. And then allegedly, 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 allegedly. Um, but then she brings up this like horrific thing that someone commented to Garcelle's son that was saying like, 
all the just horrible like calling in like it a was George like an Floyd, illusion like yeah murder but then saying Horrific. like leave diana alone and Jax had like posted that and then diana apparently texted garcelle like if someone comes after my family like i will destroy i will destroy your life like legally and my lawyers will be like up your fucking ass and she was like you should have like asked him Taking to just my cross name out up. my name and like i was shocked in this moment that no one defended Garcelle in this situation. I know. I was that like, was the craziest part for me. Everyone was sort of like, well, her name, like, I do understand, like, she didn't want her. And it's like, you fucking assholes. He's a 14 year old kid. He's posting in the moment because this is something that's happening to him. He just received a death threat. He's a child. Like, sorry, Diana's name was up. Like, fuck you. Fuck all of you. Yeah, fuck that was really fun. That was ridiculous. And- I you could tell too that she was like genuinely flabbergasted because when Kyle's like I think what she meant was like she wanted you just to pencil the name out so maybe you could delete it and then like repost and it's like wait what the fuck that's not what this is, is about your damage not like, what this is about yeah the fact I was that just this- how could no one not a single person just be like do you guys hear yourselves right now you sound fucking batshit no it was crazy to me and not a single person yeah even said anything and had and everyone seemed to be thinking what diana was saying was credible was like had merit i know and i'm and like what's okay. crazy is that not they're not taking the point that this child was just threatened to be killed it or his race or just people saying and that to him is like wrong people saying that to him but and that the fact that diana is the only person mentioned shouldn't that be like what why is that not i mean it's just it was crazy to me and they were all gaslighting garcelle yeah that was was crazy and garcelle looked genuinely horrified and i felt for her like her face said it all i know i was just like damn like i would not want to be on this show either if this is like how everyone's gonna be about this situation like that's fucking crazy also i'm like okay crystal miss violation yeah where where are you right now when if you want to stand up for like what's right and say it's so problematic for michael jackson like uh time to weigh in what about like, this i'm rolling out the red carpet for you to make a statement about this this would be the perfect moment for you to like throw your hat in the ring i was just and, like and not, whoa this is and, up to insanity and where was sutton i know i'm sorry sutton, sutton, I think like is, i know sutton's she's shell-shocked at this reunion she hasn't said a word no but but she always has something to say and it's like she could have said something. Yeah, it was. That's, that's was her best thrilling. friend on the show. Like that was just so bizarre. And Diana was just like kind of jeering and smiling at and she. And Garcelle was like, I just don't understand why she's so obsessed with me. Mm-hmm. And she goes, because you're so beautiful. Uh, fuck you. Ew. Fuck you. That was. You're crazy. That was ick. That was the ick. Mm-hmm. And she goes. She goes, well, I am so excited to find out who the bots are and we're looking into it. And then Garcelle goes, well, I too have an investigation going. And I I believe in I my pray. heart of hearts and I pray that that reveals the true nature of this positively she, horrendous woman. What does she have? Because even when Andy's like, Erica, what did you think when... Sonella donated money to the victims 
of the plane that was in the lawsuit, the plane crash victims. And weren't wasn't that kind of a Andy's like, oh, that felt kind of shady towards you. And she went and Eric went, No, no, that was wonderful. I, I was like, what the fuck does this woman have on all these people? I don't know. They're all afraid. They are. Rinna too. Is, I was like, mm. Oh, of course. Also, if that money even got to those people, because it was like for her foundation. So yeah. I don't know how oh, that Laura. works, but honey, okay, I'm shutting my mouth. <laughs> But I, was, I didn't say a I'm, word. Not a peep. I am, I am fully Team Garcelle, and I hope that I know she's got some good Garcelle. Diana might have the resources, but Garcelle has she find she'll find the right like the good people to go in and find what the fuck just happened. Yeah, pray, this is I like Michael like, Clayton level though. Like I would be afraid to go. I like I hope that. I'd be I am afraid to go up against Ms. Jenks. I think that I she, like she I think that she I'm not even I'm not even gonna say it. I think that she is really scary. I yeah, I, I agree, but I also love, are in of intimidation or abusive and terrifying. I did love that she was just like Diana goes, Do you think I would have do you think I have the capability of harming a child in this way? And then Garcelle just goes, yeah. I went. Investigate queen. Well, it was a good, it was a riveting. It was riveting. I'm excited to see. I need to know what's in that folder. What remains? What remains? What are the contents of that manila folder? Tell me. Rina's Um, waiting. She's biding her time. I know. Kathy seems like more lucid than ever. I feel like Kathy railed like 70 milligrams of Adderall before she showed up. She's like, I've never heard her be like this clear headed speaking like clearly. You are the biggest bully in Hollywood and everyone everyone knows knows it. it. You ran Lisa Vanderpump off the show. The list goes on and on. My sister. What did you say to my sister? (laughs) Kyle speaking in that. <laughs> Doug, Doug, Kyle's Doug. a wreck. Kyle's um, a wreck. Well, but guys, seriously, get ready for all those coming to the New York show. It's going to be a salty, <laughs> salty Utah Queen Fest. We'll be recapping again the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. So come on Saturday. Shows at eight. Bowery Ballroom. Is the show at eight? Sale. Shows at eight. It is. Yeah, that's what okay. t- that's what all the sites say. Okay, well, I made the wrong flyer then. The show's at eight. It's not at nine. Doors at well, seven. Show at, at eight. They'll come at eight. Yeah. Just come, just at, come at seven. Come I don't know. We'll tell. We'll tell come you on the social. Fuck in. I yeah. like. I love that. I don't know when the biggest oh, night hard. of our lives. It's really hard. It's just two pe- guys. It's like literally just two people trying to make it work in this world. Okay, with that. It's going to be fun, and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Sexy Unique Podcast is created and hosted by me, Lara Marie Shane Halls. This episode was co-hosted by the one and only Carrie O'Donnell. This episode was edited by Ness Smith-Savadoff. 
If you like what you heard today, please be sure to subscribe to Sexy Unique Podcast on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. And if you're craving more sup and just can't get enough and want access to things like bonus episodes, tons of premium content, as well as ad-free episodes of the pod, consider supporting the podcast on Patreon. You can find out more at patreon.com slash sexy unique podcast.